What's up, everybody? Welcome to Honest Conversations, a podcast by young people for young people. Join us for discussions with our peers, testimonies from guest speakers, and a whole lot of truth as we empower you to walk confidently with Jesus and create changes wherever you may go. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Honest Conversations. I'm Dabria, and with me in the studio today is Trey. Hello. We are so incredibly excited to share with you today, so we are going to get right into it. Today's episode, we are going to continue the series on taking stock, which we started in our last episode, and today we're actually going to be discussing faith. So we're very excited about this topic, and we hope you are as well. So we're going to get into it, and I'm just going to start things off with a quick word of prayer. So Lord, we just come before you, and we thank you for this opportunity to speak on honest conversations. We thank you for the voice that you have given us and we just ask holy spirit that you speak through us so there is a spirit of vulnerability and grace and honesty lord as we share and i thank you that whoever needs to hear this god that it would really penetrate their hearts and bless them encourage challenge them god to go deeper in their faith and also that we would come away encouraged so we lift this to your throne of grace in jesus name amen amen all right so we're just going to get right into it so trey i have a question for you at the start of the year, did you make a resolution? I did not make any specific resolutions, but I did have like a heart of seeking God more and more and more and more each day. And it's just, yeah, it, as I was going through, it was just becoming easier. And it, it like I, well, I guess I was getting my heart's desire, but um, sometimes it's a struggle. Sometimes it's easy, but I just try to keep going. So basically, yes and no. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to think back. I don't know why, but it feels like January was like so long ago, even though like, you know, we're only not even halfway in through the year, really. And so I'm trying to think back. I think I had like a few personal goals. Um, definitely. I wanted to like just in a very physical sense, like get back to the gym and start working out there. So that one, I would say I've been pretty good at uh, keeping up with. And then, of course, just on a spiritual level, like really, really diving deep uh, in my relationship with Jesus. I think in an intimacy like I've never experienced before. And that's just something that you can't really mark as like, oh, I've been successful so far. It really is a day-to-day journey. So I guess now we're just going to do really like a spiritual health check in the area of studying the word and prayer. Because I feel like this is something that's so integral to every single believer's walk. And sometimes, I don't know, life can pass by and days turn into weeks, turn into months. And so we're just going to get brutally honest here with ourselves. And Trey, how would you rate yourself in the area of studying the word and prayer? On a scale of one to 10, I would say it's like a 6.5 or 7 out of 10, uh, mainly because I, I have like this little prayer journal that I usually go through every morning and night. I haven't really been doing that. Um, mm. Not that I really need that to talk to God. I don't really need a script to talk to God, but it does help me to get the conversation going with, with the Lord and and just to remind myself of things, which is also a good thing because sometimes I can, I'll say, oh, I'll just pray about that and then I'll forget. Uh, so that's why I have the prayer journal mainly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I haven't really been going through that. I just, I do prefer to speak my heart to God, but uh, I just want to try to aim for doing the uh, reading through the journal more not reading but praying through the journal more mm-hmm. and yeah and also listening for God is what I really want to do more and more each day 
Mm-hmm. I think it's great having something like um, a prayer journal because it really is a great source of accountability, even just to yourself, like just that check-in. Uh, mm-hmm. Would you say that you would apply the same rating um, to yourself for studying the word in this year? Yeah, I would say uh, for my devotions, I've been fairly consistent with that. Um, some areas like I would like miss a night or miss a morning, but then I would try to um, add it up like back on to the next devotion. Like if I have like two chapters on one time that I miss, then I would do uh, the four, like I would do four the next time mm-hmm. uh, just to try to stay consistent in where I would be as if I didn't even miss. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to stay consistent and not missing anything thinking, oh, I'll just continue reading for, from where I am and just whatever. That was just two chapters. No, <laughs> I try to stay consistent. Mm-hmm, that's awesome. Yeah, I think, um, oh, if I'm being brutally honest, I think that studying the word has been a harder one for me this year. I think like my prayer life, I would say, has been like pretty high um, because I've really come to that place of acknowledging that prayer is a very personal um intimate day-to-day moment by moment thing that you can do like it's it's Mm -hmm. become almost as easy as breathing where I'm just like going about my day and I'm just praying in the spirit under my breath or you know something's bothering me I'm like Lord I just give that to you and so in the area of prayer I think that like that has been something that the last few years I've really grown in and I think um actually for myself what that has actually led into is uh, greater depths of intimacy in praise because prayer and praise are like very closely linked sometimes they're almost the same thing like you can almost be praying while you are praising because God is hearing and drawing near to you and you're drawing near to him and there he hears your heart's cry and so I think for myself like I've, I've really experienced that in, in ever deeper moments and it's been a beautiful thing. And so what would you say are the areas that you've personally grown in or improved in spiritually so far? I would say so far is the consistency in, in reading the word um, and also in prayer. Uh, although I have been lacking these past uh, couple of weeks a little bit um, and one of the other areas that I've grown in actually is just listening to the spirit and mm-hmm. being attentive to him and just trying to ask, like, what do you want for this? Like, like, what do you really want? What word do you have for your people? What word, what word do you have for me or in this situation? And just trying to be attentive and obedient to what the Lord wants to say. And yeah, that's really, really been my, whatever uh, I've been seeking uh, just this past, well, since January, December, November, even September and and onward really till now. Oh, that's awesome. That is so amazing to hear. Uh, like I was saying earlier for myself, I think it's it's been actually the area of praise uh, because I, we've grown up, like if, you, if you've grown up in the church or you're familiar with praise, like it becomes something that's like common and it shouldn't be, like it's beautiful. And I've been really blessed that in this past, I'm going to say like the past month specifically, I've just entered into a deeper intimacy in my my praise life with God. I went to this amazing woman's conference in April and it was so beautiful because the atmosphere was very focused on praise. Um, and it wasn't, you know, following a specific formula or anything. It's just like, hey, we're just here to worship God. And it was really amazing because for myself personally, I'm not a dancer. That's not how I worship. Some people do, they, they wave flags, some people dance, some people can sing amazingly. 
for myself, I've never been a dancer in worship. And there was just a beautiful atmosphere there. And for myself going into that conference, I remember telling God, like, God, like, you know, I want something out of this conference. Like, what, what do you want to show me? And the Holy Spirit gave me a heads up. He's like, you're going to have to do something that you've never done before mm-hmm. in order to grow in areas you've never grown before. And so lo and behold, there we are all worshiping. And this amazing, one of the leaders there, you know, she's dancing and she comes by me and links her arm with mine and literally leads me up to the stage where they're all dancing. And she says, something happens and something breaks when you dance before the Lord. And it was such a beautiful experience because I surrendered to that. And afterwards, when I was worshiping, I actually saw Jesus and I saw him appear on the stage and I saw him minister to different people. And I was like, wow. And so for myself, that is something that I feel like I've grown in because, you know, two years ago, that would not have been my comfort zone. Right. But there isn't any growth when you're comfortable. And so I think this year has just really been defined by doing things that are uncomfortable, but then God can move in ways you've never seen before. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in, in growing spiritually, what are some of the challenges you personally have faced and how have you managed it, Trey? Yeah. The main challenge was before, like a few months ago, September, October, November, December, January, in those areas, uh, in those months, just recently, I, I was struggling and just praying and, and just seeking God and reading his word and even being attentive to the spirit. And I would say those were my main struggles, but currently I'm just trying to just grow in um, being more attentive to the spirit. Uh, I would say that's my challenge, but also my desire to grow in. And of course, like you said, it's not not always going to be easy, especially when you haven't been doing it so much and you're not in like that habit and you're not being open or making room for the Lord to do stuff. Um, yeah, I just, that's one of my main challenges, but also my, one of my main goals, so. Mm-hmm. I think it's beautiful, too, to acknowledge that we we do face challenges. Like, you know, not to sit here and say, oh, yeah, we've perfected it. Um, I think mm-hmm. that, like, in Christ, we are made perfect, and he views us through the blood of Christ. When he looks at us, there's so much grace. But I think to be be real about the fact that, hey, I may look like I'm doing well or, hey, I may, you know, be at church every Sunday, but I'm still facing these personal challenges in my day to day. And that is okay. And Christ meets us where we're at and the Holy Spirit can minister to us. You know, I think like for myself, it's just been continually trusting God. I think that in the past two to three years of my life, I've been through different experiences where it was like, trust God or else you have nothing. Like it was truly, truly you trust. And then God came through like never before. And so I think like for myself, it's just reminding myself to stay consistent. Like that's just a challenge, right? Like you have these incredible highs or these incredible breakthroughs, but then, okay, when you're still there on the mountain, you still have to remain consistent, right? It's not just when we're in the, the lows, when we're in the valleys, like staying consistent through the highs and through the lows and knowing that God is going to come through. And so, yeah, for myself, it's like just reminding myself that there's grace that, hey, you know, I didn't spend as much time in the word this last week as I as I could have, should have, would have, you know, but there's still grace. And it's not as an, in a scolding way from the father. It's just, hey, I miss you, child. Like, come mm-hmm. spend some time with me. And yeah. so that's been, you know, my own personal challenge this year. And so, you know, as we come near to our break, I just want to say, is there a Bible verse or a song that you personally have been turning te- to when you feel spiritually down? When I feel spiritually down, um, I was thinking about this earlier, but I didn't think of any verse, but I would just say 
nothing really specific, but just to trust in the Lord with all my heart. I guess, yeah, Proverbs 3, verse 5, <laughs> 6. Yeah, trust in the Lord with all my heart. And like also a song uh, between those months of September and December, January, those those areas of time, I would say my, which is my last season, which is Making Room for God. It's mm-hmm. the song actually, Make Room by Alyssa Smith and Community Music. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's a song of surrender and like vulnerability and openness to God and yeah, primarily, well, making room for the song, uh, for, the, for for God, <laughs> I mean, making room for God, and yeah, uh, because I was struggling to make room for God, I was struggling with reading the word and praying, mm-hmm. and just listening, being obedient, which is another one of my challenges, is o- obedience, when I listen to the Spirit, and also just obedience in general, so yeah, um, it was a struggle, and I'm getting through, I'm growing so much more, and it can be tough, it can be challenging, but like, what's life without a challenge? Uh, well, what's life without <laughs> God, really? But what's life without a challenge? Because there's no growth without, without challenges and mm-hmm. without even struggle or or good times, really. Because mm-hmm. good times are really important as well to encourage you. Because, yeah, that's the sort of the end of growth. But there is no end to growth. But that's the end of that growth in that area, kind of. Um, not that we're always just going to stop growing, but. If that makes sense. Yeah. Life is a continual process and it's learning to be thankful for for the highs, but then also knowing that God is with you just as much in the lows. And I think that one of the comforting verses to myself is in the word where it says, you know, God takes what the enemy means for evil and redeems it for good. And that's just such a comforting promise because we all go through lows. We all have gone through things. And it's so cool when you actually hear people's stories because I think it's so easy to just judge someone based on the the half an hour you interact with them on Sunday morning or you know the little bit you see with them on social media uh, and just to truly recognize that everyone has such a unique story but we're also all very similar in the fact that we all struggle you know and for myself like it's been probably a consistent um, song and bible verse um, for the past year season of my life where um it says in in matthew 10 you know are not two sparrows sold for a cent and yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father but the very hairs of your head are all numbered so do not fear you are more valuable than many sparrows and so the song gyra is literally my anthem like anytime i start to feel that discouragement um you know overwhelmed you know if there's any financial difficulties or you know mental or emotional struggles immediately i'm like hey i need to listen to gyra and i need to remind myself these promises because these promises are the same yesterday today and forever no matter what my personal circumstances look like so I think it's it's a beautiful thing that we have been provided with truth and like true life in the word that we can turn to when we're feeling down I mean we are like you know spirit soul and body it's important to be outside get fresh air eat well exercise Mm -hmm. but also understanding that the word truly is life and praise truly brings breakthrough and so understanding you have these powerful tools at your disposal mm-hmm. so for now we're just going to take a short break don't go anywhere we'll be right back hey there it's lola enjoying our open transparent honest conversations us too be sure to never miss an episode by hitting that subscribe button honest conversations found wherever you may get your podcast. We at Honest Conversations know that church isn't a specific building, place, or brand, and actually encompasses the entire body of believers. If you or your church is wanting to get involved in helping build a thriving young adult community, we'd love to hear from you. Connect with us on our socials or send us an email. 
everyone. Welcome back to Honest Conversations. Davria here in studio with Trey, and we are talking about faith and just taking stock on, you know, this year so far. So one of the first questions I have for you, Trey, uh, is, you know, why is it important to be conscious, conscious and to mark, you know, our, our spiritual growth and our faith? I would say it is important because if we become aware or negligent of it, we can end up uh, just not growing we, we could uh, become spiritually dull like you know hot cold we have to be aware if we're hot cold or lukewarm or wherever we're at just to take our spiritual temperature and to just ask God to search our heart and yeah because th- that really opens up doors uh, for the enemy to attack us if we're not being aware of our spiritual growth and I think that really is important because well if we have to be aware as well of um, like spiritual warfare um, because that can actually hinder us from growing as well. And mm. yeah, if we're not conscious of our spiritual growth, we may fall into like sin or other things that we may not want to go into. Um, and especially if the Lord does not want, want us to go into and, and that we'll end up growing further and further away from God. But it's also important to know that we're, see where we're at, where we were at before and then growing, like where we're growing now. Like for example, when in September I was very spiritually dull, I had a passion for God, but I wasn't prioritizing him. And now that I look back, it's like, I don't want to do that again. I don't want to keep doing my devotions, praying and just listening to the spirit and just what, what does God want for this? Um, and I think it's really important that we're in constant like communion and close connection with God. Um, and that's one way we can become conscious of where we're at. Um, because if we know we're close with God, then that means we're really growing. Um, and I just feel, yeah, I feel like, um, someone listening to this may be at that stage in their life, like where they're not really listening to God. They're not really doing their devotions or praying or anything like that. And I just want to say, take this as a sign that <laughs> do your devotions, pray, just seek God. Um, don't do the devotions for the sake of the devotion. Do it for a true devotion to God, if that makes sense, like a true commitment and time set aside for God mm-hmm. and not just for the sake of, oh, this is what Christians do. Uh, just do, do it for God. And yeah. You'll mm-hmm. see really good growth. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that we as humans are are sometimes forgetful creatures. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, I have often been through something where God provided like amazing breakthrough and then life gets easy and then it goes back to being hard. And it, sometimes it's so easy to forget <laughs> about the growth and the lesson and, you know, how you were refined and what God did there. And so when you're conscious of the spiritual growth in your life um, and where your faith is at, you know, it just gives you a greater understanding, you know, of what it truly means. Where it says in Ephesians, you know, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And understanding that that is where the battle is. And so I think also when you're conscious of your faith, you can also have more grace for yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes we we can be either very lax with ourselves or we can be extremely hard on ourselves. Like yeah. there have been times where, you know, something full circle has happened and I'm back to this a similar struggle or a similar, similar circumstance coming at me. And maybe this time I was actually quicker to put on the praise and I was quicker to start declaring the Bible verses over myself, but it wasn't quite as quick as I would have liked it. And to just remind myself, oh, you know, Dabria, like two years ago, three years ago, you would have wallowed in this for a lot longer. 
before you did this, you know? And so I think when you are really conscious that way, um, it's, it's really good to celebrate that. Like just yeah. celebrating, hey, I have grown. Hey, um, if I haven't grown as much, there is grace. How can I? And then you can actually implement steps to grow. You know, if you are, you know, just kind of, well, it's not, it's not important to, to mark my growth in faith, you know, then how are you supposed to be honest with yourself? And then what can you do to grow more? You know, and so as you're growing in your faith and as you are personally experiencing these things and putting these lessons in place and listening to the word of God and speaking over your life, you know, how do you share your faith then with others without being overbearing? You know, do you personally find that, you know, people are responsive when you speak to them about your faith or about Jesus? What's been your experience? I would say, well, it's important to not just preach to the person, Mm -hmm. um, to be authentic, to just love them for who they are and just be gentle and, and kind just be like, be like, be like Christ. Like Mm -hmm. Christ didn't like go around saying, you need to believe that I'm the same. Like you have no, like, no, um, he just, he set an example and he, he really wanted us to seek God and he really wanted us to bring us closer to God. And like, yeah, I've always had that tendency to be overbearing and, but I'm, but I'm learning not to right now. And what I try to do is I, I try to encourage and build up and speak in a loving and in gentle way, as I said mm-hmm. before. And also it depends on my relationship with the person. If I'm closer with them, I know more about them and I know how to speak to them in certain ways. And because mm-hmm. some things need to be said and some things don't, even if you know the person or if you don't. And, um, it also depends on what the Holy Spirit wants for me. Um, and for that person really um so whenever i share my faith i i just try to simply love the person even though like because in the past i've had experiences where that person did not respond very well and i'm starting to realize that you need to show the love of christ i'm speaking me i need to show the love of christ to people and not just try to basically um as pastor brian says uh what's that called? Uh, conversion by concussion, which is with the Bible, <laughs> slapping with the Bible. I don't want to do that. <laughs> and yeah, I just try to bring the conversation up to open doors for sharing the gospel. It doesn't necessarily be like, oh, do you know about Jesus? It could just be like any circumstance, whatever comes up. Um, I'll try to just share the gospel and share the love of Christ if they know um, Jesus is their savior. And yeah, people tend to respond well when I just love them and just care for them and not to just be like, uh, no, you need to stop doing that. Like, I just want to let the Holy Spirit work on them and mm-hmm. and just see what happens. And I try to, yeah, again, show the love of God, that the love that God first showed us. And yeah, I, there's no other way to love, really. I, I cannot love any other way. And I'm trying to grow in that continually. Like in First John 4, you could read that. It's all about love. Like, well, a lot of it's about love. And First Corinthians 13 as well uh, has a lot about love. If you, whoever's listening, would like, would like to read that. It's It's really good. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Yeah, I think that like when it comes to, you know, sharing your faith, I agree, like it's all about love. And, you know, I think that the second part of truly loving someone is being authentic, like just coming at it from that place of no, I don't have it all together. But here, let me share, like truly, the challenges I face the way God has, you know, shown up for me, and just really being authentic. And I think people 
respond to that because they think it's so easy to just put on a facade of, oh, yeah, I'm good. That's good. Awesome. You know, instead yeah. of like being real. And I think that come like applies to both aspects. It applies to sharing your highs and also sharing your lows. Like I think it's sometimes we can glorify one or the other where we only talk about the good things. But also sometimes you'll have the experience where people only talk about the bad things. And that's all you hear is, oh, my goodness, I'm just struggling so much. And I think it's a healthy balance of both. Like when you are sharing your faith with others, you have to talk about the fact that, yeah, been through some lows, but also what did I do practically and how did God show up for me? And here's also the testimony of how God really came through. And Mm -hmm. so if you share from that place of love and authenticity, people I find are usually pretty responsive to that, you know, and I think a really good reminder uh, is in its first Corinthians chapter five, where it says, you know, like what have I to do with judging outsiders? Mm-hmm. It is not those, it's in those inside the church you, you are to judge. Basically saying that like, you're not supposed to go out there and start like, <laughs> I like that like, yeah. concussion. You're not supposed to just start throwing that right at unbelievers, right? That's not, that's not the gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not held to the same standard as we who are living and following Christ are. So when you are sharing your faith with them, it's not from that perspective of, oh, I am judging you because you are doing things that a Christian shouldn't do. Well, they're not a Christian yet. You know, and coming at it from that perspective of love and grace, I feel like is going to go a very long way, you know, and then even when you are sharing with other fellow Christians from that perspective of iron sharpens iron. So a friend sharpens a friend. That's what the love that isn't saying, oh, well, I'm just going to judge you. No, because judge not lest you be judged. So are you judging yourself by the same standards? But from that perspective of I want the best for you. And I think that's really understanding for myself. I've kind of acknowledge that I have that close inner circle of people that I can speak into their lives and they can speak into my lives, right? Iron sharpens iron. But then other people outside of that don't necessarily are privy to the the inner deep things, but you still love on them and you're still honest with them and you're still authentic with them. And so how has fellowshipping with other believers helped you personally strengthen your faith? Yeah, like the iron sharpen iron is a really good part. I'll get to that a a little bit later, not those specific words, but... um, the main thing I was focusing on is to look at the good example of like of other people in their Christian walk and sort of build off of that. Um, that was my past, just sort of like looking at other people's faith and seeing like, how can I get their God? Like, that's when I was more immature in the faith, of course. And when I was in, even right now, some areas like it's always good to have that mentor that is always higher, um, always like um, more mature in the faith. And mm-hmm. I think that's important to always have someone that's able to build you up. But always to have someone that you can build up as well. So it strengthens my faith, like to the fellowship strengthens my faith is in a way that I can build others up and learn from them as well. People who may not be as mature as me. And also I can learn from others and also teach those who are maybe more mature than me. And yeah, just as Paul said in first, uh, first Corinthians 11, one, like follow my examples. I follow the example of Christ. It's not that we should be dependent on the pastor of the church or spiritual leaders like christian leaders it's that we can build off of that and learn and become more like christ and sort of have like a foundation set and then grow off of that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's sort of my story um but also uh, as i said um it also helps me to be like built up by others and also to build others up um whether it feels good or not for me um it kind of sucks to be built up sometimes <laughs> it hurts it's like oh you're really attacking me but like thank you I love you, but this hurts. <laughs> it's like, okay. Um, it's like a grateful, 
like a like a deep like gratefulness for being rebuked and yeah like if you ever want to if you know me just come rebuke me and <laughs> hopefully I don't cry <laughs> are you sure you want to put that out there for everyone to hear <laughs> maybe not <laughs> well and I think but that does come back to you know understanding um your place in loving on people like you wouldn't yeah. walk up to a stranger at a mall and just start rebuking them no. right no. no you you have it it always boils down to relationship mm-hmm. right Jesus has a relationship with you and so because of that love that he has for you because we love because he first loved us that is why there is that tender um, rebuke that tender hey like you know make a switch change this um, mm-hmm. you know and so for myself I found that like fellowshipping with other believers has helped because I get to hear of their struggles that I can relate to yeah. Uh, and then also I can have that encouragement. I can have that um, loving criticism of, hey, this is something you could you could think of differently. You could, you know, practically do something differently. Um, but really, it's just it makes you feel less alone. And I think that although faith is a very like personal thing with God, there's also a power in corporate faith. Mm-hmm. And there is a power that comes when, you know, you are you're fellowshipping with other believers and you're being honest and real about the struggles and also the breakthroughs. And there is a powerful atmosphere shift that happens when there's that kind of unity. You know, so I would just I always say, like, you have to be hooked into a good community. You have to because yeah. it is so important. There's so many Bible verses on it. I don't even need to mention any Bible verses on this episode. All you have to do is like look up Bible verses about church and community and unity and it is so important. Uh, and so I think that it's something that once you experience it, like true healthy community, you'll know you can never go back to doing things on your own because we're not supposed to be Lone Rangers, although that was a cool movie. (laughs) So, you know, the final question I have for for us to both answer today is, you know, what is your advice to someone out there, maybe listening to this or know of someone who is struggling with their faith or feeling hopeless? What would you say to them? I would say, like, if you're struggling with your faith, like in God specifically, like, whether you believe in him or not, I would say just keep trusting God. Keep trusting him for who he says he is and who the word of God says he is. Says he is. And like, whether that makes sense or not, like you don't have, it doesn't have to make sense when you trust God because he is, like so many people can testify that he is faithful and he is a promise keeper and he can do the impossible. He can make mm-hmm. the impossible possible and he can do all things that are good. And he knows what's right for us. And like, so if you have faith, if you have faith in God, but you're like struggling with being obedient or just standing strong in the faith, I would just say, even if it's hard, just be encouraged that when you reap something, when you do it for the glory of God, just like there's, there's benefits from it. And there's, there's benefits, but there's also struggles. And there's, as you said earlier, I don't remember the exact words, but it's going to be good and it's going to be bad. But like, that's basically fine. Like you're <laughs> going to go through it and God's going to be with you. So just keep trusting him either way um, and just keep being vulnerable to him and try to just pray and, and ask God and see where you can grow more into the character of Christ and just to be more uh, just deepened in the faith and deepened in who Jesus is and who Jesus uh, was on earth. Mm-hmm. And also keep spending time in the word of God. Keep praying, keep Absolutely. seeking him and just keep prioritizing him over the things of this world. Even if you have a deadline tomorrow, right in the morning, just do your devotion in the morning. See how God can work and also don't neglect your work. I think that's important. God gave us work to to do well and there's a balance. There's like mm-hmm. prioritizing God, putting him first 
but also doing the work that God has given you. And yeah, it's just, it's a beautiful thing, mm-hmm. but it's also a, a hurtful thing. But just be <laughs> encouraged that God will come through no matter what. Absolutely. And I think every single person listening to this can relate to struggling with their faith or feeling hopeless. I know I certainly can. And I am comforted by Hebrews chapter 4 verses 15 to 16 that says, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And so on a very personal level, you know, I talked about that conference earlier when I was worshiping. It was it was amazing because I entered into God's presence um, in a very, very visceral way multiple times. Um, And one of the experiences I, I was worshiping and I had my hands lifted and I saw Jesus and we were in a white room and I was kind of in the doorway and there was a a throne and there was kind of like a lift almost like you know okay that's that's the high place but Jesus wasn't wasn't actually sitting on the throne he was actually in front of it and I just felt him say to me like you know why are you so far away child you know and so just reminding yourself that Jesus is rooting for you Jesus loves you he doesn't go away come back go away come back he is always there just with that arm out you just have to reach for him so if you are struggling if you are feeling hopeless know that Jesus is there there are people out there who love you reach out to a community you know but it is as simple as just saying a prayer like Jesus I need you and there have been so many times where I have had no words where I have been in that place of feeling so broken I am alone sobbing it's night and I just I'm like I have no hope and you have to remind yourself Jesus is right there he's got you he still got you so what can you do and sometimes it's as simple as, as putting on a worship song and I know like we talk about this and it, it can sound cliche but I just want everyone to know that there's such power in the word of God in praise and in community And so, you know, just kind of taking stock of your life and say, okay, if I've been struggling, what, what are those areas? What are those levels looking like in my life? Have I been in community? Have I been intentional with the word? And it's not from that place of condemnation because it says in Romans now there's therefore no condemnation Mm -hmm. in Christ Jesus, but from that place of, Hey, if I want to be healthy, if I want my faith to grow, how is, are these levels looking and what can I do to, to work on them, to improve them? You know, so I just want to say like, if you're in that place of struggle, reach out, reach out. Cause there is someone you can reach out to, even if it is Jesus himself mm-hmm. and just say, Jesus, I need you. So we're going to, you know, wrap this episode up. If, is there anything else you'd like to add, Trey? I would just have to say, even like struggling with your faith, it's something that we always have to put into action. It's you're not going to get there instantly. None of Mm-mm. us have gotten there instantly. <laughs> like the pastors of your church, the most Christian person you could ever meet, the person who's known Jesus their entire life has not gotten there, has not gotten to know God mm-hmm. just by one day, two days. It's been an entire lifetime of seeking. And that's, it's, it's really worth it. It's just be encouraged that seeking God is a continual a continual thing it's a laying down of ourselves and seeking him uh it's really worth it so just keep doing it and keep going 
Absolutely. I echo that. It is worth it. So thank you so much for joining me here today, Trey. And of course, shout out to our partner churches here in Regina, Harvest City Church and Gateway Church. Thank you so much for your support. And of course, all you listeners, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We're so excited for what this next year brings. And of course, can't wait to get to know you all better. So reach out to us on social media and join us next episode to hear from more of the Honest Convos team. Chat soon. To all of our listeners, thanks for hanging with us. Check out our website, anchor.fm slash honest dash conversations for all the ways to stay connected and be the first to know about new episodes. See you next time on Honest Conversations.